Attack of the Clones is better than Rise of Skywalker. Folks, I actually, I accidentally hit the pause button. Welcome back to our podcast about Rise of Skywalker and the destruction of the Jedi. Um, so as I was saying, in Civil War, the movie sets up that it's going to be like that, you know, these movies always work that like, oh, the two heroes who are fighting come together to defeat the real big bad guy. But it is one of the best Marvel movies, in my opinion, in that it does the very smart thing to under to pit them against each other at again, but raises the stakes in a more personal and character driven way. Like the fight is only between like it's smaller in scope, but it greater in character intensity because of the personal twist that has been added to this moment. And when it was wholly telegraphing that it was going to like have like lead to a third act reconciliation, like a la Batman versus Superman and civil war doubles down on the personal conflict that was underlying the whole movie. And it, because of that it succeeds and is again, I think one of the best Marvel movies, Marvel studios movies. Yes. And it just, man, I'm just going to watch the trailer and just, you know what's bad? I think I like the trailer. I think the movie. final trailer I, I want to see the, the, uh, the Rise of Skywalker is showing a movie that I wish I saw. Because uh, what I saw used sentences to explain away. Like, okay, can we talk about the Holdo maneuver? I don't know. I don't know if we talked about that yet. Uh, we didn't because this is not a Last Jedi podcast. This is no, the, the Holdo maneuver is There's mentioned no in this movie, The Rise of Skywalker. They're, when they're talk, when they're talking about what they're going okay. to do to attack the radar station to keep the star destroyers from, you know, going up, and that's a whole other problem in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, they're talking about the attack run. Sir, which direction do we go? To each other, like just flow up, just flow up. You're already almost there. Break through the clouds. Max thrusters forward. <laughs> so, Fire all weapons. <laughs> they, they accidentally start shooting weapons when they just need to kill Launch all escape pods. <laughs> like, what happens if you just turned on your own thrusters to go? Anyways, they're, talk they're talking about attacking the radar station because without it, the Star Destroyers literally can't go up and out of the clouds. I wish I was making this up. This movie really is that bad. Everyone that's defending this movie, remember this plot point. The Star Destroyers can't go up. And someone brings up, well, what about if we use the Holdo Maneuver? We take one of our fighters, we put it on autopilot and slam into it. And at that point, I swear to you in the theater, I was like, there we go. They, they, they're addressing it. Thank you. Okay, what's your answer? And Post says, no, that was a one in a million shot. We could never try something like that ever again. Like, why? Why not? Like, like the par if, I love the paranoia that they feel like they need to go and answer for that. I mean, that is a good question in my opinion. It does make all space battles useless if that's an option. If you could just light speed slam into anything, why wouldn't you? And in, in this case, they don't really give an answer either. 
The post says we can't yeah, do it because it's a one like, in a million shot. Oh, I'm sorry. Did your 50 light starfighters versus a thousand star destroyers? That's still the better idea. All right, go with that one. No, no, please. <laughs> Sir, which way is up? I don't know. Let's crash into the other side first since we don't know what to do. Just, I, man, like movies suck when. <laughs> When any tension is tension is created by characters being dumb or the bad guys having like a dumb thing or plan. And movies are good when characters do smart things and bad guys act smart. Yeah, if their bad guys outwit and, them, that's fine. Yeah. And it's like the it's like an infuriating like rom-com thing where people just like won't communicate with each mm -hmm. other and there's just all like all the conflict is based on some dumb misunderstanding because people won't speak fucking english <laughs> i'm gonna bleep a lot <laughs> yeah you should i'm sorry we're in the uh, we're in part two folks this is post break we're loosey-goosey i've refilled my bourbon God, I'm so sad Raylo didn't happen. It was just... Raylo did happen. Raylo happened I, for a solid 30 seconds. No, it That's didn't. all you I, get. I refuse to acknowledge. I, we do not... We do not acknowledge. We do not respect the authority. She made... She gave this him tongue. A, was she a, was digging deep into that face. See, because baby... Because Ben Solo is a baby. And Ray is like, let me jump on the bones. And Ben's like, no, I'm a baby and evil. And so Ray's like, okay, so I'll make you good, and then we'll do it. You you, you are really digging deep into Raylo. It's just, Don't get me wrong. I wish like, TLJ ended God, with, like, Jesus. both of them becoming gray Jedi and destroying the First Order, but also destroying the Resistance together. And they're just like, the universe is better when you two factions aren't fighting each other and now they've been like this is the best star wars stories ever ah the radical centrists have <laughs> yes taken exactly over. by the power of math because <laughs> i don't know who the resistance is resisting when the republic is in power but that's another thing it feels like they just like again just a problem with the sequel trilogy yeah. in general Sit there like oh yeah remember that remember the ending of the return of the jedi where you felt like there was going to be a new republic Actually, not. There's a resistance now. I'm like, wait, resistance feels like that they're an opposition and an opposition party that is a minority. No, there there is what a republic. Uh, Star Killer Base destroys all the republic with what? But we don't know the republic. Oh yeah, we don't know that. We never learn about it, but it's there. <laughs> it's just, oh, and it's like, oh, it's actually in the book. Like. Like, okay, I'm too busy reading Destiny lore to read Star Wars. I, lore, okay, how dare you? I love how you added that as excuse you. <laughs> how dare you would assume that I would read it, stop reading good lore and to read bad lore? No, they do how mention it in The Force Awakens. They do say that Star Killer Base is going to destroy the Republic, and the five planets it destroys is the Republic. And so the resistance is left, but the resistance existed before the Republic. So that's why I asked the question: What are you resisting? The faction that you're for is in power. The the First Order, and I've said this to so many of my friends: the First Order is a bunch of neo Nazis that somehow acquire like ten thousand nuclear weapons without anyone noticing. 
this darn centrists just really just <laughs> not only that hell, society is society a hell in the handbasket not only know? that but then the neo-nazis got so powerful they destroyed the entirety of the un all of it and the only faction left is just like the south L- like the united states <laughs> The southern half of the United States. That's the resistance. It's taking all of my all of my willpower to not turn this into a post debate podcast as opposed to we're talking about we're, Star Wars. We love Star Wars, folks. We hate Star Wars because No, we love Star I really Wars. I, I really do love better. like some new better. aspects of Star Wars. I loved Rogue One. I thought that's an excellent movie. Um I love the Mandalorian. I think that's some of the best TV watching this season. I like that. I like that Baby Yoda. Bad Baby Yoda is yeah. real cute. I love it when he like turns and takes the knob off the little handle. This is like he's like, yeah, give me that shit. I'm yeah, Baby Yoda. It's, it's it so is cute. cute. I love it. I would kill a thousand porgs to feed. Baby I mean, Yoda. I'll just kill a thousand porgs without you asking. I would kill a thousand porgs and put them in a blender to feed Baby Yoda. I, I, I have a newfound here. respect for The Force Awakens after watching the two movies after it. I now see The Force Awakens as extremely competent. I would, I would kill Baby Groot to make to build a fire with which to keep Baby Yoda warm. I mean, yes. Wait, Baby Groot or Teenage Groot? Which one are we talking? Okay, Baby Groot. Well, Teenage Groot, so there's enough wood to keep Baby Yoda yeah, that, warm. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Teenage Groot can, you know, get burned. I also want to... I have a direct quote for you that just makes me cry. I'm re- now we're, this is now the reading Reddit thread. Reddit. Are you reading reactions? From- Maybe this <laughs> should be a part one, part two podcast because I don't know how this long. I'll okay. Go. Um. I said your parents were nobody's Ray, but I never said who. You- I never said your grandparents were. That's sadly true. It's yeah. Sucks. It sucks so hard. It's. You know who you are. Bleed. You're nobody. You have no place in the story, except the entire story revolves around you. <laughs> Do you like, like it really can be, you know, it really can be summarized as easily as this: Emperor Palpatine fucked, yep. and Ben Solo didn't. That's it. I think I mentioned this before. That, that's that it. we are in. That is no, it. No, no. There's nothing else I, to say. I disagree with that on one condition. Because they never showed or discussed Emperor Palpatine ever having sex, ever, you could just safely assume everyone in the Star Wars universe has had sex and has a child somewhere. Ben Solo has a child somewhere. Prove me wrong. Do it. He's a baby. Do it. He's a baby. No. Ben Solo has never Emperor had sex. Emperor Palpatine has never had sex. I will... <laughs> That I don't care true. what movie He's I just saw. I refuse to believe it. <laughs> I will clap the cheeks oh, to destroy no. the Jedi. Oh no! This cheap clapping machine Ray is Jordan. fully operational <laughs> and prepared to fire. <laughs> <laughs> this machine with which we shall clap cheeks is fully armed and operational. Oh, no. <laughs> Friends are none the wiser. I think our mutual friend Matt said that the biggest crime this movie committed was him having the visual of Emperor Palpatine having sex now. 
emergency power powers. I am the Senate of having Is that his pickup line? Are they ever going to talk about, like, his wife? Or, like... The, the children that he sired, or are we just gonna just like at a, just like at a bar on Coruscant? We're like, man, some some young woman's like, ah, fuck this Senate, and he just turns and says, I am, I am the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's I'm so good. Sorry. I'm gonna mark this as the explicit one. Like, <laughs> yeah, that that seems fair. Also. I posted that tweet earlier and nobody Wait, liked which it. Tweet? That makes me sad. Uh, execute order sixty nine. Almost liked it. Okay, first of I all, mean, all of my tweets are bad. I really just assume that a hundred percent of my followers have me muted, so I'm just shouting into the void, which is what I use Twitter for. Anyways. If you don't follow the Twitter account emo Kylo Ren, you are missing comedy gold. By the way. It's Actually, crazy. the thing I said about letting the past die, I might have been a little hasty. <laughs> Just. It's mm. true, though. He says, let the past die. And then Rise of Skywalker is mm. nothing but digging up the past. Heck, he reforges his old helmet in his symbology of letting the past die. Yeah. Okay, I'm. Again, this is the this is the Mike is reading the Reddit thread part. Someone says, "What what the f was that last scene with Lando?" And I was like, "That is really funny because oh, yeah, he he's like, on that young there's, girl. there's a like there's a you know here's another thing this movie whiffs on. There's a whole setup like Finn's whole character is that he used to be a stormtrooper and and like and uh, uh, deserted and." You know what happens to all the the First Order who's presumably staffing all of these ships in the Final Order? They get fucking stranded. They're t- we don't the movie doesn't care about them. And it's like, isn't there a great evolution of Finn's character arc? Okay, he's not a stormtrooper. He's part of the Resistance. He understands that he can't just like stupidly throw away his life for like a suicide mission when. You know, we win by keeping people. We win by saving. Gosh, I hate love. that line so much. I, I. That's not how wars are fought. No, That's I, not I, how any war Ray, in the I history of ever is fought. Ray, I love it. Also, love Ray it. coming out of not Ray, but Rose Tico coming out of nowhere to slam into his ship. It, oh, oh, that's such bad cinematography. Ray, this is not a last shot. I right. cashed it up. Ray. <laughs> Shut up. But like, wouldn't the perfect culmination of Finn's arc? He has no arc nope, in this movie. Not even a little bit. Wouldn't Finn's arc, like the perfect culmination of it, be? Wouldn't it be the liberation of all of the like, um, conscripted members of the First Order? Yeah. Led by him and the other. Otherwise, he spends most of the movie like, just gunning them down in cold blood. Yeah, exactly. He's like, gunning down his brothers and sisters. Like, that is the perfect culmination of his character arc from, like, you know. You, like, it's just, there's so many, like. Oh, Do you think Finn would, like, at some point struggle with so the thought that he has to shoot people that he used to know and care about and work with? People who that he knows are people who are indoctrinated yes. and have been taken from their families. Like that is who makes up the first order. Of the- so 
So that's who makes up the first order these days are yep. people who are indoctrinated and within this, like th- that is the culmination of his arc. And they just, they're just not interested in engaging in that at all. It's just, Ray, I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I'm sad that Finn. Oh, but okay. Now I remember why we were talking about this. Sorry. I'm like kind of drunk now. I... Um, so if uh so at the end of this movie lando is talking to i i I like this character but um i can't remember her name right now she was uh oh i i think uh, they mentioned her name once and i didn't care is it like jano hold on i'm i i have to look it up to feel good I'm almost there, I swear. Jana. Jana? Jana. So Jana and Lando... Uh, share a scene at the end where Lando's like, where Jana's like, I was taken from my family. Yep. And uh, Lando was like, Where are you from? You need some help with the. Where are you from? And like his his delivery, it's like it should be like a tender, sweet moment of like, we should rebuild. Like we will help these people. These like stormtroopers find their home like these are people who need to be like reunited yeah and like uh um the delivery on that line is just like hey how about we do something and if it feels weird we'll know (laughs) it's not right he's like let's find that together and she like smiles and nods at him and yeah then the scene it transitions and you're like did he just make a pass at her? And she's like consenting to this pass? What? What is... I'm just like, dang. Movie, what is wrong with you? <laughs> you want to constantly ask the movie, like, what is going on? Who said yes oh, to well, this? Well, like, okay, here's one thing this movie got right. It didn't imply that Lando was her father or Finn's father. I, I thought that was going to happen. Because... I got scared. Because it's like, uh-oh, there's two black people in Star Wars. They must be related. It's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, okay, we're good. Never mind. I mean, um, the two black people are that you do see in these scenes just happen to be First Order Stormtroopers. Make of that what you will. Just throwing that out there. Mike, Mike's shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> Bold of 3PO to claim R2 couldn't and possibly have a backup in his memory because R2 units are notorious for losing memory data when R2 has held on to Leia's message for 30 years and Luke's location for 10. Yeah. Reddit user, it's a departure. He's got a point. He's got an excellent point. Like, in two separate movies, they prove that R2 has a very reliable memory unit. Are, are you actually like looking for plot holes for the rise of Skywalker? Cause we will literally be here for eight hours. <laughs> the movie is just nothing but plot holes held together with gum and a prayer. Plot hole 
implies like accidental. That's so damning. <laughs> it, I intended to be because is... they had again, they had like an interesting story to an interesting challenging. It's hard. It's hard to tell the story and to make and to sell it. Yeah. But they just aren't interested in doing that. And like that's fine. But I also think that it sucks. So that's the deal we make. That's fine. That's the that's it. That's just how it goes. Would you, you tell a bad story? Like, if you're okay telling a subpar story, you have to be okay with me telling you that it sucks. Are you? <laughs> it's bad. Would you have preferred that Ray had no parents and we just carried on from there? Yes. I actually am with you. I was ready to accept that as a reason. Like, like she's not a Skywalker, she's not a Kenobi, she uh, she def she for damn sure ain't a Palpatine. That was never an option. I never even explored like, that as an option. <laughs> again, like I mentioned it earlier, but again, it squares it in an interesting way where it's like, well, the thing she always thought she wanted is impossible to acquire. So what does she do now? That is interesting. Like, and even it, you know, okay, again, like, even if, like, there is a good story nugget of, like, her being presented a familial connection and then rejecting that in choosing, like, her newfound friends and family, but, like, with how, like, slapdash it is having, like, putting Palpatine in this movie is gosh think about like, like the, that decision and think about who he had to talk to to green light that decision maybe no one maybe nobody cared you know it's really like it really for the, these movies really put into perspective like like there are a lot marvel sucks at a lot of stuff sure There's a lot of things at the marvel movies that are not good uh, like I watch a Black Widow trailer and see that Taskmaster is, just looks like a military dude. I'm like, no, put him in his little comic costume with like, the hood and the skull face. Come on, he has a skull face on in that trailer. Thing. How dare you? Like, don't just put him in a motorcycle helmet. Come on, do something cool. <laughs> like, just be dope with it. That's come on. Like, just just go whole hog. That's the best. That's just, that's where you guys are really good at it. And I do I appreciate that they... Captain America's helmet did not have actual wingalings on it. It didn't need that. <laughs> wingalings. Um, I forget what I was saying. Uh, entirely. Um. No, we we were talking about how or you. You were saying like how Marvel sucks at a lot of different things. Actually, so w what I was trying to get at was, I'm pretty sure what had happened was, J.J. Abrams was whiteboarding, or at least I hope he was, like what the actual story outline would be. He's like, and Palpatine is gonna be uh, here in the movie. By the way, uh, uh, Ray is a Palpatine, and it's uh, Palpatine's granddaughter. And no one said, or at least not enough people said no to this. And when someone asks, we saw Palpatine die, how are you going to bring him back? He says, not a problem. I won't bring it up. And then, the, Don't ask, don't tell. 
Yeah, if you if you don't call it too much attention to it, the audience will just forget it. And it's like, you can't. It's at the forefront of my mind the entire time because it's a ridiculous yeah. concept. Like, it's a real, like, like I hate it when... I, I don't like it when people are saying, like, oh, just turn off your brain and then you'll enjoy this. It's like, oh, per- like, so... It's like, oh, pretend... So just throw out all the windows of good storytelling and, like, enjoyable payoffs, and then all I, I can enjoy garbage. Like, turn off all my taste buds, and mud tastes just fine. Like... I'm glad you said mud. <laughs> thank you. I try. I know. <laughs> yes, of course. Right. If, if uh, Once again, I think I said this to you earlier. If I was 10, I'd have loved this movie. Because it's a visual spectacle. But the moment you start trying to understand it is the moment the movie falls apart completely. And someone uh, someone I was talking to said the movie's just simply not made for me. It's made for 10-year-olds. Like, yeah. it's made and for I, kids across the world. That's the kind of ultimate step here. I guess it's just like... That's the kind of like final acknowledgement. It's like, oh, well, you know, we're not really interested in telling a challenging story. Or, like, doing anything interesting. And it's like, I mean, I guess, like, you know, just, like, mask off with it. Like, don't pretend this is, like, any, like, you're interested in doing anything. Like, I'm sorry I fell for, I was tricked by, like, the interesting ideas and themes that work in a film like The Last Jedi. I'm sorry I fell for that, I guess. Like, if you are just interested in making, like, boilerplate mush... Toy movies. Movies meant to sell toys. Like, masquerading as, like, film, that's fine. You can do that. Like, you know, I don't, it's like 1230. We shouldn't go too much later. But, like, I. One of the stormtroopers is red, Mike. I want to bring that to your attention. It's literally just a regular stormtrooper, but they're red. Do you remember just a couple, you know, <laughs> a couple days ago there was that the Martin Scorsese like Marvel movie discourse? Yeah, yeah. Where all he, that? Where Martin where Scorsese compared says them to like, like they're, he's like, they're not, they're not, they're not filmed. They're theme park rides. I, I agree with that though. Like he's not wrong. I mean, yeah. Like I, I mean, I agree with that too. Like how I agree with that is like, yeah, I agree with that, but I think like. A theme park ride can be like entertaining and interesting art. Yeah, like I think just because something is in like a like a blockbuster type genre doesn't mean you just like you don't have to. It it doesn't mean that you are incapable, like fundamentally incapable of doing interesting character stories or you know conveying interesting themes. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mean you can't do that on a fundamental level. Right. It's harder to do that in that genre, but it doesn't mean you can't do it. This movie, I think, like, even even some of the Marvel movies, like, I feel like this mo- like this movie feels like a theme park attraction. Oh, definitely. Oh, definitely. This is just fun for the sake in of just, fun. It's in just it. It's it just it is it's bald faced. Uninterest in engaging with any 
deeper ideas that were like complete with Lich King set up by the last Jedi. Just and it just pivots to the easiest, like most gets most butts and seats type of storytelling that is like she kills Palpatine. How do we know this doesn't happen? And then, like, what happens 20 years from now? There's no, like, fundamental reckoning with, like, what created the First Order in the first place. Why is it so different now? Palpatine There's said he nothing. created the First Order. There's nothing there. I created they do nothing Snoke with it. And the First Order. And I've been like, speaking in the, your head. Like, we're told it's the end because they say it is, and they do nothing in the text to explain why it's any different than anything else because it's the exact same thing. So you're saying there's no setup for the ultimate ending, or there's no payoff for the ultimate ending. Exactly, because it's like by everything I'm seeing in the movie, there's no implication that we won't be back here in another 20 years. Supposedly, Disney wants to go ahead and make a... uh... You know, a 10, 11, 12. And I, I just wonder why at this point. Like, the series stopped at 6 in my head. This is just extra. It's extra that's worth ignoring. I, I wasn't like, saying that before, but now after ending, seeing the end of this just last night, like, yeah, the, the rest like, of it's worth ignoring. I think it feels like this movie is a lot like... Also because we podcasted about it specifically, but a lot of this kind of reminds me about Game of Thrones season eight, where like I think the pure production of the show, uh, like the acting, like the set work, the crew, like all of that stuff is uniquely great, but it is the it is completely damned by the larger big picture storytelling decisions. Yes, like. I like the acting of um, Nicholas, the guy who played uh, Jamie Lannister, but I just personally think that the decision to have him just die in the arms of Cersei is a complete and utter betrayal of all of the change in his character. Well, before we just go into a more fundamental. Game of misunderstanding of anything that made that character engaging. Before we and go into like, that, we should wrap up here. We should we should turn this we should stop this. <laughs> this is the rise of this is Creed got robbed. This is Raylo got robbed. That's what this podcast No is. hell the screw you Ben Solo got robbed. Oh my gosh. No Ray <laughs> Ray, Ray got robbed of her man. She's now just bare. I guess this lives on Tatooine alone, presumably. Whatever. Ray can have literally anyone she wants, and whether they could, she could just mind trick them into doing it. I guess I don't know. I don't think it works like that. I don't think she would do that. She she's probably too, wouldn't do. She's she she's she's Jesus incarnate as a Jedi. <laughs> she can do no wrong. I'm so tired. <laughs> why did they make it so bad instead of good why did they make it is why that, did they look is at, that the, the at the make why did they make it look at the make movie good script I, I'm make tweeting movie that right now and say make movie bad let's do that one why don't we just do that one at, why did they do that Ray at Mook Jones tell me why tell did me, they make the movie bad 
<laughs> Why did they make it bad when it could have been good? I understand it is hard to make movies good. I understand that. But the things that the vehicle with which they had to make it good is right in front of them. It is right there. <laughs> and they just are just saying, no, I don't want it to be good. I want it to be bad. And they do it. And it's. It almost does seem like J.J. Abrams did this on purpose. Some of it is so poorly, like, scripted out. You do have to wonder, like, you just don't care, do you? Is this the first draft? Is this the first run? And you said, run it. And maybe. Maybe he said, do it. Do it. We should end this podcast. All right. I think I can do that. Raylo unscripted. Creed save Raylo. Creed save. I don't know what this is. Rise of Skywalker. Apparently, it doesn't matter what things are anymore. Five final notes. Final final notes. Would you recommend this movie, Mike? Uh, I mean, like, I wouldn't recommend myself being kicked in the nuts. So. <laughs> what do you? What do you? What do you think, Ray? What do you think? I think. I said go see the Cats movie instead, honestly. I opened up at the beginning saying if you've actually seen eight of these Star Wars movies, yeah, go ahead and see the last one. But see You it. might as well go see it just so you can dunk on it on Twitter. Yeah, we could go see it, get the spoilers out of the way, and pay your 12 bucks and never see another Star Wars property again, I guess. Except The Mandalorian. That is really good. Maybe that bit. Go see it so you can make your fan fiction better. Please. Or tell you what, if it, I'm not gonna like endorse pirating. You know it's bad when a movie is so single-handedly not good that you're like, you know, maybe I should get serious into writing and/or reading fan fiction. Yeah, when you're just like, you know what, I can do better than this. Maybe this is the thing that does it for me. Maybe you know, I've been looking for more avenues for writing. Maybe I should write some fan fiction. And God, that hurts so much to say. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. This movie is fan fiction, though. Mother of good God on this holy goddamned earth. Do I need to remind you how fan fiction this movie is when the main character rides away on Luke Skywalker's X-Wing carrying Anakin Skywalker's lightsaber? This movie just... <laughs> I can't write fan fiction of this movie because this movie just is fan fiction. Nah. You cannot write fan fiction this up its own ass because it exists. <laughs> and then she buries the two lightsabers of Leia and Leia has a lightsaber of Leia and Anakin and then says, I am Ray Skywalker. Fuck, we have to stop this. I can't, I can't do this. I'm going to. I'm going to go insane. We have to stop this right now. We have to end this. It is a beautiful anime. Watch it as an anime. Go to the theater. Watch it as an anime, and it's fine. I mean that. All right, let's sign up. I think this movie was better than End of Evangelion. We have to end this. Never mind. How dare you? Uh, my name is Mike. My name is Ray. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>